On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Jason Lukash and we talk about innovation. And welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman. And joining me today is a literal rock star in the industry. He's a repeat guest. He's my buddy. He's the SVP of Marketing Innovation at uh, HPG. Jason Lukash, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate nope. it, man. How you doing? No problem. I think this is the uh, the trilogy version. I believe this is my third uh, Delivering Marketing Joy. So yeah, I'm happy to complete the trilogy on like <laughs> the Back to the Future movies and all the other movies where the third one was the worst. So <laughs> <laughs> No, the, this will not be the Matrix. I, I okay, guarantee. good. So your title got me thinking. So you're the SVP of Marketing Innovation. So you've been sort of the, the head of a, a small startup. You head up innovation for a larger company now. So Talk to me about how innovation works differently between those two kind of uh, organizations. What are the pros and the cons? Yeah, so let's talk about the pros first. Uh, if I wanted to innovate um, at Oregadio before we sold to HPG, um, it, was, uh, it was difficult because there was a lot of financial investment that had to go into, sure. you know, if I wanted to create like the next shiny new object, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, before it was Mike and I bankrolling the whole thing, right? And as a small business prior to being sold by HPG, we reinvested every dollar back into the enterprise in the form of inventory mostly to su uh, support market demand. And uh, we didn't take a lot of gambles um, on crazy new ideas. We did on like a small scale, but not on a large scale. So right. being part of HPG is great because uh, it's a massive company. We have, um, uh, a great financial backing behind us in the form of a private equity partner um, that allows us to invest in, you know, Batch and Bodega, which we just launched and crazy new ideas that I come up with um, versus a small business. Mike and I would have been scratching the checks ourselves and we would hedge our bets a lot, but um, with a large organization, we can do that financially and also support wise too. Before, if I wanted to create something, it was just Mike and I. So I had to do half of it. Mike had to do half of it. Now at HPG, we have like a super robust team. So for the batch and bodega launch, I had, uh, you know, four different operations, people involved, three different supply chain, people, five finance people. Like I had a whole team to help my ideas come to existence, which was amazing. And, uh, definitely, uh, alleviate some of the stress involved with coming up with a new idea or, or a new business model. So that was awesome. Cons, I guess on the flip side of it is there's more cooks in the kitchen, right? So it takes, uh, longer to create that special recipe because you have everyone wanting to put their own ingredient into it. So uh, versus before, if it was Mike and I, it's only two of us cooking the meal. So the meal got made either way, right? So uh, there's definitely more pros than cons being part of um, HPG and innovating within um, our enterprise. And um, it's actually allowed me to do exactly that before because at now I'm just rambling at Oregon before I had to do everything, right? I was yeah. marketing sales, uh, financials, like the whole company. And now I get to just be like a specialty cook in my own kitchen where my recipes all day are innovation recipes. Yeah, that it's it's, it's essentially what I sort of thought you'd say, but yeah. I, it's cool to hear it because I think that's one of the expectations is, okay, it's a, there's, there's challenges in timelines, but you've got the resources yeah. to do it. And that's, that's what I sort of expect. Completely true too. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it otherwise, but it's, it's awesome. It's, it's exactly what I want to do at this point in my career because I've kind of like done it all before and now I just focus on the part I really liked uh, that I 
had to devote one tenth of my time to before now it's a hundred percent of my time. So, yeah. Well, and, and I love that you kind of the way you answered the question, because it led into my next question, which is, you know, sort of speaking of innovation, you mentioned bat, batch and bodega, that's a new line you guys have. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about that line and how you and your team kind of came up with it? Yeah, sure. So it was about uh, 14 months ago, I was in Chelsea market in New York city, which is kind of like a food hotspot um, for just like, retail restaurant experiences and just like you can find specialty truffles and just all sorts of crazy stuff there so um i saw i was in a store and there was really cool shelf stable food and like kick-ass packaging brands i never really heard of you know living 2500 miles away from new york city um in san francisco and uh i said there's all these cool brands that exist in the universe like i don't hear about them because they don't have mass market distribution on the west coast they're not in the promo industry food in our industry kind of sucks right like, like the gold standard for food in our industry before was like cellophane bags or pretzels which it's fine if you're into cellophane bags or pretzels i just choose not to be um, <laughs> so i said there's probably a business model here if i take all these brands marry them together somehow in a kidding experience or a gift experience and bring them into the promo industry and marry it up with the promo products. So I had that Eureka aha moment with um, a gal named Marissa who's on my team. And I was like, let's get to work. Let's contact some of these people. Let's buy a bunch of this food, take it back and see if we can contact some of these companies. One of which was Martin's pretzels is one of our partners who's been hand twisting pretzels for it's a fourth generation um, wow. pretzel company out of uh, upstate New York. And uh, we kind of just started contacting all these companies and said, Hey, like, can we get some samples? We want to taste the food. We have this crazy idea to kit it together and launch in promo. If you give us exclusivity and then 14 months later or 12 months later, batch was launched. We launched it in right after 4th of July soft launch this year. And um, you know, people know org for years of launching like crazy cool stuff in our industry. This by far was probably the most successful and um, probably too soon of a pun. Like, it spread like wildfire um, mm -hmm. <laughs> rapidly in our industry. We blew through our um, four month forecast in about two and a half weeks. And um, we had to re-update. We've, we've put all of our manufacturing partners to the absolute limits. We launched it strategically before Q4, which is right now, depending on when this airs. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's been going crazy. And uh, it's awesome to see like an idea for yeah. bringing food that doesn't suck into our industry and having it just take off so rapidly so yeah it's I, that, i'm congrats by the way the Thanks, idea man. of taking something from idea to execution is it's one of the most undervalued skills in the world and it's one of the most important so um, and i think back to your first question too i knew nothing about food before this <laughs> like <laughs> i eat food right just like everyone else like yeah. my sister was in like the uh specialty food sector for a little bit but like i didn't really know how manufacturing worked and uh fda requirements and whatnot i learned so much about this um for a category that i knew nothing about and back to the original question if it was just mike and i i probably would have taken this gamble because i didn't have a, the team to say like this, this is the compliance information you need this is what we need to get an fda registered facility like mike and i would have just had like pretzels in mike's kitchen be like yeah let's like put these in zip bags and throw a dome sticker on it and sell in the pearl industry but HBG kind of allowed that to happen. And uh, it's crazy. To, I love learning about sectors or, you know, product categories within our industry that I knew nothing about. And now I'm an expert on food. So I love it. That's really yeah. cool. So final question sort of on innovation. Uh, this is the innovation ex episode, right? Uh, yeah. But we tend to kind of focus on the negative this time. I feel like everybody's kind of done that, yeah. right? Like yeah. there's plenty of negative out there about how life sucks. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
what are, have there, I guess, have there been any advantages of trying to innovate during this pandemic? Um, I definitely think, so one, back to the Batch of Bodega thing, like launching a shelf-stable food brand during pandemic has been awesome. Um, I wish <laughs> I had it available in like January, February, before pandemic, but yeah. that was awesome, by the way. Um, I think from an innovation perspective, it's pushed me to step outside my comfort zone and really uh, innovate to the it's full to my fullest extent, right? So stuff mm -hmm. I'm working on, which our industry will see in 2021, hasn't been done in our industry. I'm trying to turn it up on its head. And like, I, I would have had time to think about that mm -hmm. if um, pandemic didn't exist. And also the partners that are part of this 2021 initiative, which you'll see, um, their business models had, have changed during pandemic too, where they're looking at our industry as a different revenue stream or an alternative revenue stream for them that they wouldn't have normally pursued before. So I think it's kind of like the perfect storm um, from a negativity standpoint, pandemic sucks. But for me, from a positivity standpoint, it's awesome because it's opened up all these new doors and new opportunities that probably wouldn't have existed if pandemic didn't actually happen. Yeah. And it forces you to look at stuff just differently. I mean, I think that's something that we, we you know, early on, we're like, well, we can't say it's because we don't have time. Yeah. So if, especially early on in this, they were like, okay, so all the stuff that we said we always wanted to do, let's try and do it. <laughs> yeah. And for me too, I was, you know, traveling 150,000 plus miles a year right. um, prior to pandemic. And I haven't been on a plane since March and um, I have no desire to again in the future anytime soon. And it's allowed me to focus and hone in more by like being at home and really like having the time to, because before when you're running from city to city, meeting to meeting, like you can't think straight. I've just been able to think straight and be hyper-focused on the objectives that I've put forth for 2021 and 2022 and beyond for HBG and had time to actually focus and spend time making those ideas a reality too, so. That's awesome, man. And I appreciate you spending time with me. You've oh, answered, no problem. Yeah, you've answered my three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me? I do. And this is a Ohio-based ice cream question. So, okay. <clears throat> um, big fan of Jenny's ice cream. Uh, I, yep, I, I've heard of it. You probably know it from Columbus, Ohio. But if you were an ice cream flavor, Kirby, what ice cream flavor would you be? And why would you choose to be that ice cream flavor? Oh, man, if I were an ice cream, you always ask me questions that nobody asks. I try to ask I, psychological questions. Yeah, no. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of weird in the sense that my favorite kind of ice cream is just a basic kind of chocolate ice cream. I'm kind of boring in that way. And I don't yeah. think I would want to be uh, boring in that way. So I'm going to go rainbow sherbet. sherbet okay. Why just would because, you be, well, that's not even ice cream. It's a sherbet. So why would you be rainbow sherbet? Uh, you know, I think just because colorful and kind of stand out and fun, I think those are the kind of kind of characteristics I think of when I think of that, whatever that is. Uh, so that's that's what I aspire to be. So, and I think also like your personality, and now I get psychological, is a, a mix of a lot of different personalities combined into one. So you're all the colors of the rainbow mixed into one to form a rainbow. <laughs> and you bring. It. You bring happiness to everyone's day by doing delivery mark and joy too. So, man, all right. I'm going to, I'm glad I'm recording this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super busy right now. No so, uh, appreciate it, man. The trilogy ends. That's right. Well, hey, that's, but we can do it again. We can do yeah, it. Again. We'll do a fourth one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, that's going to wrap right. up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.